With many cultural institutions closed and no large social gatherings allowed for some time, the arts and culture sector in this country is in real need of support. There's lots of artists, writers, actors and many others working in the sector out of work right now and many may be out of work for some time. So how can we help? Well, my first guest this morning has come up with a great new campaign. She's asking people to create a show of hands to generate support for arts and culture at this time. It's called Grasp the Arts Campaign. So what you do is you make a cast of your hand by way of a squeeze in clay, salt, dough or paper pulp and it represents reaching out and grasping the arts. Joining me now to tell us more is Monaghan-based artist Neve O'Connor who came up with this campaign. How are you doing, Neve? Hiya, how are you? Thanks for having me on. I'm good, I'm good. We're in lockdown still, but it's yeah, we are getting there. It comes, love. This is the thing. This is the thing. Now, I love the idea behind this, Neve. It's very, very simple, but very effective. It's a very powerful image of the hand grasping. Tell me about the concept behind this campaign. Well, the concept started really. Um, I'm a visual artist myself, and I have a, a large, uh, a large kind of social gathering of friends and 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 peers. And through conversations we were having um, initially on lockdown and how best to deal with it going forward, it occurred to me that there is a disconnect between um, what the artists believe and perhaps the public perception of how the arts industry as a whole is governed and run. And I thought that. It would be, and really this comes from the language. So I was thinking, how do we give people a grasp on the arts? How do we get a show of hands in support of the artist? And really that is how the idea was formed. It was on the basis of that language. So this is not a protest campaign. This is a solidarity campaign for the arts. And much in similar ways that other campaigns have been run in this country where the focus is on the individual and the impact on the individual, I thought this might be a nice positive way to bring the focus back to the individuals and the creative hands that our cultural industries are founded on. So that's the premise. Mm. And and this is so and, and as well as this, it's not just, you know, artists that you're looking for to make these moulds. You're very much looking for us to do it as well, aren't you? I'm looking for everybody. Mm. I mean, the thing about it is there, there, and it's not, yes, this is, I suppose, a visual make and share project. Yeah. But it's not just for visual artists. This is for all artists across the genre and all creative and cultural workers from everything from administration to, you know, backstage production to costumiers to whoever is involved in um, in making a contribution to our rich cultural um, society because, I mean, that really is a vocation and quite often these positions are um, precarious enough in terms of income and opportunity and so really it was just to try and get everybody show your hand, say, look, here I am, I am part of this industry, we are a sector that creates employment, we are a sector that contributes to tourism and other avenues of income and fiscal you know, um, capital for this country and here we are and acknowledge us. So that, well, is, that that is the thing. Acknowledge us yeah. is the is the thing because you know we were chatting about this off the air this morning. You know. The way that we experience the arts is definitely changing. Uh, you know, do you feel with you know the economy slowly but surely reopening now um, that the arts sector is going to be shoved down even further down the pecking order than you already are? I think there is. Um, you know, we're never really recovered from the recession. The mm. arts. There was. Um, 
quite a disparity between the funding for arts in Ireland and funding for arts in other um, populations that would be of similar size. And that is because of our funding. And the arts was very quick to lose funding at that stage. And that was never actually reinstated fully. And then we came into pandemic. Um, the difficulty a lot of artists have is that their income, artists of all genres, their income is not consistent. It's not regular. Their work is, you know, and mm. their their income isn't. So the, um, the the current response, I think, is that, and of course, there are more urgently needed um, industries pushed to the fore at the minute. I mean, our medical services, retail, all of that, that's vital at the minute. They are our basic human needs and they need to be looked after first. But there is this idea that somehow there is an entitlement or something in the arts that doesn't make it vital to the human um, experience. Mm. I don't believe that's the case. And I think there's a very quick, and I think that's proven at the moment with the consumption of the arts um, in lockdown. I mean, it's so good for our mental health. It's so good for just society as a whole. It brings people together. It creates enjoyment and um, and questions. And it questions our society and it questions our norm. And I think that is really vital to the human experience. So to, it should be... I mean, there's an awful lot of ties in between art and health. And there's an awful lot of people quick to grab onto that angle. And I do appreciate that it's far more than that. But with such a huge consumption of the arts presently and always... It always seems to me that that disparity between the consumption of arts and the support that the actual creators get on the back of that is hugely lacking. Oh, oh, absolutely. And I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I mean, we were we were talking about this and I know everyone's talking about this. You know, even just the example of the TV show Normal People, like if like everybody's watching this, everybody's yeah. talking about it. If we didn't have normal people it wouldn't at the moment, it wouldn't be distracting us from the, you know, the, the, the not so normal life that we're living at the minute. But we have to remember that there is a huge amount of people all working in the art sector from the people that supply the food to actors right up to writers and directors that are working in this industry and we absolutely need to value them. Absolutely. And I think everybody, um, everybody in the sector is as important as the face that, uh, you know, turns up the TV gig or, you know, it's it's not just the red carpet headliners that, um, that are the artists. There are huge teams behind all these productions and we do consume it. And the same with, I mean, I know a huge amount of very, very hard working um, artists. And for me, obviously, my my main group of um, associates would be visual artists. Mm. But I know that this goes across the board. But there's a huge number of um, artists that I know that are continuing to work on projects that they have um, you know, we book all our, our all our work well in advance. You know, you're talking six months, a year, two years. Sometimes in the film industry, you could be talking six years to get a production off the ground. And an awful lot of people in these industries are working and working and working, and they do not have. It's what I call fish fingers and fur coats. Okay. You're, yes. Yes. You're, you're, you're living on fish fingers to have your one fur coat moment, but yeah. that might only come every two or three years. And then when something like a pandemic, a pen, a pan, sorry, I'll try that again. When something like a pandemic happens, um, your any future income is exceptionally precarious at the best times. Anything can knock an event off or postpone it or whatever. But we are looking at massive loss, massive loss with, um, with a public demand for more consumption and 
I, I just don't. It's it's a difficult, difficult period. Definitely. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And, and in terms of, you know, uh, because we've spoken about this on the show as well, there's an awful lot of artists and art centres that are coming up with really creative ways of connecting with audiences online. You know, it's a very different experience of the arts now. But a lot of these people are choosing to host concerts, say, or perform dramas or whatever, free or for charity. Now, that's not really realistic in the long run. Uh, the artist needs to get paid, as we're saying here as well. There needs to be value placed on that. But do you see our experience of the arts moving more into online or more sort of different ways of experiencing it? Oh, I definitely do. I mean, the fact that you can have, you know, well, I suppose access is so much more readily available now with the onset of the internet and everything else. And I won't get started about web, um, about internet coverage in this country. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. Is, you know, people are consuming art, the arts in a very different way now. And they are curating what they want to see from a large array of options. But it's very true. There is more demand than ever before. There are more artists pushing their stuff out there than ever before. And there is less money in circulation coming back to those artists than ever before. And it is not sustainable. However, I do see the arts moving much more onto online. Um, I mean, with social distancing, we that we are going to have a long run of social distancing going forward. Mm. Um, and I think there is probably... Um, uh, you know, a perception that when we return to normal, it will be normal. I don't envision it being normal for quite some time. And I think that's going to change the face of the arts as we know it. We will not be having large festivals. We will not be having large theatre gatherings. We won't even be having probably um, exhibition openings. You know, exhibitions Mm. open, but you may not have your opening reception. The opening night, which is, you know, vital for you as well to be able to connect with with the actual Joe Soap too, you know. Visual artist, you're working a year or maybe two years towards pushing on a solo show or even participating in a group show and your biggest chance for sales is the night Mm. of the opening reception. And so that's going to have a knock-on effect as well. And then, of course, um, the arts is a multi-tiered um, industry. There are very many art centres that would host, and I keep talking about visual arts, but it is because it is specific to me and it's the, it's the area I understand best. But it, it's, this is the same notion across the board. Very often I would be showing in art centres. Now, an art centre is different than a white box gallery in that it might have, you know, it's going to be a multi-use space. So you're going to have probably workshop space there. You're going to have theatre space there. And you're going to have gallery space there. Now, if they cannot open their doors to the public, that means that any long-term bookings are very, very, very unlikely to happen. Mm. They're going to be pushed so far down the line that um, it is just, it's, it's not feasible to do them, to continue. And and that's what worries me. And I do see a massive increase in um, online consumption, and I do think that's going to continue. But it's how to bridge that gap between the public demand and the artist being supported in order to be able to continue to provide for that public demand. And uh, through this campaign, you're hoping to highlight that. So people can, anybody creative-minded can get involved in this. You can make uh, your own mould of your hand grasping and uh, the best way to do that is uh, via there's uh, salt, dough, paper, pulp, even just clay, mola, that kind of thing, isn't it? There is indeed. Well, mola I would pos- possibly exclude but what I would do is if anybody is interested, 
I mean, by all means, come. We are on social media across the board with the hashtag Grasp the Arts, which I love the look of because it also looks, reads quickly like Grasp Hearts. And I yeah, it does. That. It does. Yeah. But, um, Grasp the Arts is the campaign uh, slogan and, and hashtag. And people will find us across social media there. But also we have the website Grasp the Arts. And on there, you will find everything you need to know about the campaign, including instructions on how to create your own grasp. So this is a physical and hopefully permanent imprint of the creative's hand so we can show our hands and we ask people to make that. And along with that particular piece, our grasp, our cast grasp piece, we ask them to put a little label on it um, highlighting who they are and how the arts is affecting them, affects them in their daily lives. Are they part of the industry? What does it mean to them going forward? Or have they any message they want to share? And we would hope that at some stage we might be able to have a physical exhibition of these pieces because I think that, you know, as a visual, as a just just as a visual would be very, very impactful. Um, so I would invite people to visit the graspthearts.com website. There are instructions on there on how to make your own paper pulp, on how to make salt dough if you don't have air clay readily available to you. But we really need it to be made with a permanent um, Yeah, it needs to be a permanent material. piece. Yeah, it absolutely. Needs to be a permanent piece. Um, and um, now, not archival, but permanent will do. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and and that is the idea. And it really is just to highlight. Like, you know, I mean, if you think about marriage equality or any of those things, those mm. campaigns were very much based on the individuals that it affected. And I think it's about time rather than protesting everything that's wrong with the art sector and giving out about it and everything else that maybe if we pull together and, uh, and and show that this is not an entitlement, this is the vocation and all we're looking for is parity with other industries when we bring so much culture and um, and and fiscal revenue into our, uh, you know, fiscal yeah. capital into our society that we should be recognised as equals in that way. And oh, there are absolutely. Very, very, and very many layers of, of difficulty with that from from you know unemployment regulation to opportunities to you know this multi-tiered elitist thing that can happen yeah um, that yeah it definitely can open opportunity sometimes so i mean there's an awful lot of issue around the arts but for now i'm just focusing on trying to get people to understand the amount of people that this impacts and how that then has a follow-on into society. Absolutely. And, and listen, of the arts. yeah, totally. And I absolutely wish you the best to look with this. Neve. thank you so, so much for joining me on the show today. Uh, my absolute pleasure. Thanks ever so much. And please say happy birthday to your not toddler to me. Oh, I will, I will. <laughs> thanks a million. I will indeed. Thanks a million. Bye, 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 bye. Graspthearts.com if you want to get involved in this. It's such an important campaign. And uh, as Neve says there, they're available across social media as well.